Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 1st of April. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Laura Cook. Putin threatens to block gas supplies as Mariupol evacuation is blocked. It's a cynical, cold, calculated strategy of committing war crimes. And rising food prices impacts the holy festival of Ramadan. The Times Daily World Briefing. The head of Britain's armed forces, Admiral Sir Tony Radikin, has said that President Vladimir Putin has lost his war with Ukraine through a series of catastrophic misjudgments. The Russian leader is now threatening to stop gas supplies to unfriendly countries if they don't deal in the Russian currency. If these payments are not being accomplished, we would consider it as buyer's failure to meet their commitments with all the relevant consequences. Nobody sells anything to us for free. Neither are we going to do charity work. That means the current contracts would be brought to a halt. Many Western leaders have said that they will not adhere to these rules. Here is German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. Whatever his ideas are on the subject and what will happen, we'll look at very closely. But in any case, the rule for companies is that they can pay in euros if they want to, if they can, and that they will. The US says this shows Russia's desperation as military operations in Ukraine seem to have failed and sanctions begin to hit. This all comes as the Ukraine government has sent dozens of buses to Mariupol in a fresh effort to evacuate people and deliver humanitarian aid. A one-day ceasefire was agreed by Russia in order to facilitate the corridor, but it's reported that aid is struggling to get to the area and that a convoy has been blocked and stranded in a nearby city over safety concerns. It's now feared that as a result, the besieged port city of Mariupol could fall. Oz Kataji is a journalist in the capital, Kyiv. The Russians have frequently put forward an idea of a humanitarian corridor, and then as soon as that corridor has opened up, they've bombed it, they've shelled it, they've slaughtered the civilians trying to escape. That's Russia's MO, that's their tactic. Bar- uh, barbarity, brutalizing civilians in the hope that their sheer, relentless, targeting murder of civilians will break the the population of Ukraine, break their will to resist, and that they will choose uh, surrender over watching any more civilians get targeted by the Russian military. 
This comes just days later since Putin claimed he would be withdrawing his forces from several parts of Ukraine. But Times Radio understands that Russia is in fact expected to receive 134,500 new conscripts after Putin signed a decree on the annual spring draft, which begins on Saturday. NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg says Russia is trying to regroup, resupply and reinforce, claiming that Russia's aim of pursuing a military outcome had not changed. Away from Ukraine, the impact of the invasion is being felt in other parts of the world. Muslims in the Middle East and North Africa are preparing for Ramadan – but where families usually gather at night and celebrate fast-breaking meals, households feel the pinch of the rise in global food prices triggered by the war in Ukraine. Already vulnerable areas like Lebanon, where 80% of the population live below the poverty line, have felt the immediate impact of the Ukraine conflict, according to Human Rights Watch. Lama Faki is HRW director for the region, where one in three people are suffering from the lack of access to food. In the Middle East and North African countries, um, you do have uh, very poor uh, social safety nets. So the absence of strong social protection schemes means that you know, individuals that fall below the poverty line uh, become very vulnerable and their ability to access food um, is really uh, limited to resources that they can uh, collect through their communities or reliance on humanitarian assistance. And it's, it's not sufficient and it's not sustainable. While food is available globally, the main issue is becoming more about affordability and ensuring the trade flows with no restrictions on exports. Some countries in the region, such as Egypt or Turkey, have already imposed export bans on certain commodities and experts are calling for more regional cooperation. Marie Pangestu is a managing director of development policy at the World Bank. I think regional cooperation uh, for ensuring food availability uh, is, 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 is really, I think, a good idea because in, in other regions uh, they do this. Because you will have countries in your region where some have uh, you know, excess reserves and others will have limited reserves. Uh, and so how do we share reserves in a way uh, which is regional, regional cooperation so that there's assurances uh, so that countries don't uh, do two things. One is uh, for the producing countries to not uh, panic and impose export restrictions on the one hand and then for countries who are importing they don't panic by buying, uh, you know, have panic import buying which leads to higher uh, price increases. Meanwhile in Iraq, an oil producing country that fares better than its regional neighbours, the government has taken a number of mitigating measures like increasing subsidies and grain reserves, according to the Food and Agriculture Organisation. On the way, we'll bring you all the latest from the new Formula One in Las Vegas and find out how a gift from the universe has taken 12.9 billion years to arrive. The Times Daily World Briefing. That's the sound of protesters gathering near the home of Sri Lankan President Gotabaya Rajapaksha on Thursday. 
Hundreds of people gathered in the Colombo suburb to protest over the president's handling of the economic crisis. The island nation of 22 million people is in the midst of its worst economic crisis in years, with rolling blackouts for up to 13 hours a day because the government doesn't have enough foreign exchange to pay for fuel imports. Jagath Lianaj is a retired banker and one of the protesters. I'm not a burden to this government. I'm well off, but I have no use for my wealth. Although I have money, I can't buy anything. I can't pump petrol. I can't get gas when my gas canister empties. I think it's the darkest period in this country. We can't do anything with our money. What our leaders are doing is killing us without killing us. The protest began peacefully, but participants say things turned violent after police fired tear gas, water cannons and also beat people. Footage from local media showed protesters dismantling a wall and hurling bricks at police before setting a bus alight on a road leading to Ragapaksha's residence. Police have now lifted a curfew following the arrests of 54 people. We move now to China where most of Shanghai's 26 million residents have been locked down to control the latest outbreak of COVID-19. The city's government issued fresh guidance to stay at home as long as it takes to control the outbreak, instructed not to cross their doorsteps, even to dispose of rubbish or walk their dogs. The lockdown began on Monday and was originally due to last 10 days in total, but fresh plans will see curbs being lifted in stages instead. Authorities said on Friday that the city's daily tally of infections eased for the second day in a row, but residents have expressed scepticism about the daily tally, questioning how quickly positive cases are registered in the system. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. There's a brand new Formula One race set for next year. Here's John Jackson with the latest. Formula One drivers have been reacting to the news that the 2023 World Championship will feature a third race in the United States of America. The Las Vegas Grand Prix will take place on a track just over six kilometres in length and will see drivers race around landmarks such as the Bellagio Fountains and Caesars Palace. 170,000 fans are expected to attend. The CEO of Formula One, Stefano Dominicali, said on Wednesday that they're doing something spectacular and the drivers agree. Alpha Tauri's French driver Pierre Gasly said it's going to be insane to race down the famous Las Vegas Strip, while seven-time world champion Britain's Lewis Hamilton joked that it'll be hard to focus in such a party city. The race will take place for the first time in November 2023, but it's not the first time there's been a race in the city. The Caesars Palace Grand Prix took place in the early 1980s. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Almost a week after being slapped in the face by Will Smith, comedian Chris Rock says he's still processing the incident that made headlines around the world. Rock made his first public comments on Wednesday at a sold-out show in Boston. He told fans he'd talk about the Oscars incident at some point, saying, it'll be serious, it'll be funny, but right now I'm going to tell some jokes. Some fans, though, were left wanting more. Just, you know, it was the elephant in the room that nobody... Everybody was waiting for the aha moment that didn't come. No, he didn't talk about, you know, not, you know, that what happened there, nothing like that. You know, it was a good show, it was great other than that. After the slap, TickPick, an online marketplace for events, said it sold more tickets overnight to Rock's Ego Death Tour than it did in the past month combined. 
The Academy has said it started a process that could lead to discipline against Smith for violations of its standards of conduct. Its next board meeting is on April the 18th. And finally, it's taken 12.9 billion years to get to us and been described by astronomers as a gift from the universe. NASA's Hubble telescope has spotted the most distant individual star on record. It's thought to be 50 to 100 times bigger than the sun. Brian Welch is the astronomer who led the study and explained how Hubble picked up the star. The light from this one star has just been very, very highly magnified. Uh, so we're able to see this single star um, at uh, a much greater distance. It lies so far away that it took 12.9 billion years for us to see the light. It was born roughly 900 million years after the Big Bang event at the outset of the universe. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 1st of April. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.